right, everyone, thank you so much and welcome back um, to our last episode of this season of OTB Podcast UK. Um, thank you so much to everyone who's followed us so far along the way. It's been great having conversations with you and talking about um, some of the things that we've enjoyed talking about together as the four of us, but getting you guys' perspective on it all has been brilliant. Um, today, we are all here thinking, uh, we're, we're laughing about this one already. We've been thinking about this, this conversation for a while, for a good bit. And in the last couple of weeks, I guess, um, certain celebrities have sort of highlighted why we should have this discussion today. And um, what we're going to jump into is jump into is the sunken place. We're going to talk a little bit about what what is the sunken place. What does it mean to be in the sunken place? Mm. Um, when when pe- when certain people talk about the choices that we have, what are these choices that we have, and and how is it that people inapt being in the sunken place? But obviously, my name is Bilal, and with me today I have Craigie. What's going on? Um, hi, hello, hello, hi. Yeah, I'm, I'm Patrick. Yeah, not yeah. P Money. No, not, still not P Money. P Gennaro. Not P Money, P Gennaro. P Gennaro. And it's the four of us here today. So I want to open the floor and begin by asking <laughs> right. you guys. First of all, we need to just, um, for our listeners that Let's haven't define. seen Get Out. Yes. Because, I mean, The Sunken Place is, um, uh, is a phenomenon that um, <laughs> came from the film Get Out by Jordan Peele uh, with Daniel Kaluuya. And um, yeah, it was... I'm sure a lot of you have already seen it, but for those that haven't, um, in The Sunken Place, Daniel Kaluuya's character, um, he's hypnotized um, and his hypnosis takes him to this place called The Sunken Place, where he is not able, he's not fully in control of his actions. He's a spectator to um, his life. It's almost like he's gone into this deep chasm and what his eyes are seeing is like this kind of TV screen, kind of like yards, hundreds of yards away. So. It, th- that is like the state of hypnosis, um, the sunken place. And basically what happens in the film, sorry, I'm giving away a spoiler. You should have seen Get Out by now anyway, to be honest. Um, but um, this uh, white family basically hypnotizes black people to live in this sunken place where um, they are in control um, of like their body. Um, but by being in the sunken place, being a passenger in their own body, it allows um, the, the, I guess, the consciousness of, uh, a white person, normally an old white person that wants to feel rejuvenated again to inhabit their body. Um, so they're kind of just like a spectator. Um, and I guess the sunken place has become like a metaphor for um, kind of just uh, giving into or pandering to uh, the white gaze. Right. I don't mean white homosexuals. I mean like the white gaze, um, the vision, <laughs> the vision of white. Tom, I said this to Tom before and he was like, what? I didn't Why? quite hear What's him. Got so like, gay white gaze. No, yeah. the white gaze, pandering it's to the white gaze. Um, I, hope, I hope that's cleared it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that right? was a exactly. very good yeah. summary. This, by the way. this yeah. reminds me of, um, if anyone watched anime, Naruto, yeah. which is a classic anime, there was a, uh, a character who actually came from Japanese folklore, or, or, uh, Orochimaru, who um, the interesting thing about this character was he was able to reincarnate himself by killing people and and basically living through their bodies, basically. Mm. And whenever he was able to capture these people, these people kind of went into a certain sunken place because he'd be able to capture them and he'd be able to do all sorts of things and all sorts of... They weren't dead, they were still existing. Uh, Well, I mean, they weren't dead, but they were kind of existing through through him, him. so to speak. And these people were naturally in a sunken place because all he wanted to do was craft an evil. If anyone who's seen Naruto, you'd understand that some of the... Um, like jutsus he'd pull up and some of the stuff he'd pull up were from where he, he pulled up some kind of like tricks that were not even tricks but things like moves that were not even allowed yeah. that some of the the old kind of masters like the kage said this 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 allow i'm going for it but the point being is yeah that even this thing this idea of a sunken place has existed for a while has existed yeah, for yeah, a yeah, while okay. it's harry potter as well oh bro i didn't even sorry so i i, I thought it was just to do with I mean, so it just came from Get Out. No, no, but that's, um, no, that's, no, no, no. Obviously, in Get Out, that's where the sunken place is. But I mean, mm. this idea of vicariously living through someone else right, is a, right. a fictional narrative they've always had. Mm. Right, I see. I see. Um, but but I think, yeah. So I so this is interesting because I only actually watched Get Out last week. I saw, the, yeah, I saw on your Instagram. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. so late. I'd never seen it, and people have their own reasons as to why I'd. You not didn't seen like it, it did you? Um, I didn't like the film. Um, so you didn't like it? No, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Let me finish my point, Patrick. Yeah. So 
I right, thought... when man said he didn't like the the the, the London advert for Nike, bro. Bilal doesn't like anything, to be honest. Cherry and things, bro. You like Black Panther, do not you? I like Black Yeah, Panther. I was shocked about that, to be fair. Shut I was up, genuinely Shut shocked up. when you said, I anyway, like that film. Anyway, my point is, yeah, I thought I've seen a lot better films in Get Out. And perhaps, perhaps I need to watch the film again. So I'm open to people saying, oh, you didn't watch it properly. Right, okay. But... I thought I've seen better films and it was a very obvious plot. So I watched the film and from like two minutes in, the film was obvious. So yeah. you you knew that they were basically going to hijack it. his body. You, you could you you could tell from the clues that were being drawn. And, and, and you knew all along that his girlfriend would be a malevolent. Yeah. yeah. Mm, that's interesting. I'm asking could, from a skeptical position. I like, could, well, you yeah. didn't notice. You were there stroking your well, face. Uh, I thought... When, so when I was watching the film, I, maybe I'm just a naive um, viewer and that just makes my, my, my viewing experience Did you know that you naive? I don't <laughs> think so, bro. But to be honest, when she, when she switched up and was like, I'm not going to yeah. give you the keys. I was like, I don't want to end up reviewing Get Out. Okay, no, we're not going like, to do that. We're not going to do that. Okay, sorry. But what sorry. I meant, what I mean yeah. is, so seeing the film and finally understanding the reference to Sunken Place, right? Right. Okay. For me, okay. I was seeing the film as obviously a critique on the real world in terms of there are, in the real world, yeah. not, there are not white people hijacking and hypnotizing black people. But In, in a, a literal sim- sense. In but a literal sense. But in a figurative sense, it happens all the that's time. That's happening all the time. Yeah, 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 right? Yeah. Where the people who we see... Um, and me and Tom were having this discussion earlier. We were sitting in the park because today was a sunny day. So we we're sitting Wonderful in Stratford day. Olympic Park. Wonderful just talking day. about people who perhaps are, um, and it's going back to one of the conversations that we had before on this podcast about being middle class. And when you are becoming middle class and you're, you, you've now been accepted into this totally different society, as a black person, you end up pandering to what people want you to do. So you'll end up playing into the hands of what perhaps mostly rich or white people want you to be like in order for you to succeed and in get out that's not that's not the premise of get out because obviously in get out is forced like they take you and they hijack you and they make you into this person um and you you know you're you lose all sense of individuality Mm. but in the real world what we do see is the i guess the hijacking of black bodies who then become performative for white people yeah mm-hmm. yeah dancers specifically yeah, yeah, yeah. for white supremacy yeah, that's yeah, what we're yeah. yes. but even yeah. with that yeah there's there's always or still... the main the the populace like the main the, the mainstream mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but it's all still like a duality in that whereas when they're in their day-to-day normal lives with their family whatever they're still their authentic selves but then when the white person enters the kind of picture that's when they switch it up right mm. Whereas when you get out, I mean, the sunken places when you just literally sold out you all the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we've literally lost your authentic self. Okay, let's 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 talk about Kanye West then, because I feel like this discussion was Kanye never, easy. Kanye was inevitably going to go there. Um, I mean, this guy has been <laughs> wilding out. Um, there's been obviously you say wilding out, wilding out, bro. Like Nick Cannon, shout out, listen, shout out, man. Man. no Nick Cannon in it. Yeah, shout out Nick Cannon. But like this guy, man, he's. He's lost his mark. Well, no, that's that's kind of ableist. I'm not gonna say that, but it's it's just the guy that at TMZ, the senior producer at TMZ, summed it up. He's like, it's sad for me because I feel like I've lost a hero. Yes. Like, and and to be honest, like we talked about this on problematic faves on on our, I think it was our third episode. Um, and honestly, as a person, do you know what? Whatever celebrities choose to do with their life, it doesn't really, it doesn't really affect me that much. And Kanye West mm. included. But at the same time, like this is a man that, like, when he first came out, like when he first came out with, um, what's it with Jesus um, Walks? Yeah, even before that, um, was, yeah, his first album, College Dropout, with um, All Falls Down. Like mm. this guy, like it's not to say that Kanye West was this woke brother that, like, obviously he knew all this stuff about like what it is to be a black man. Blah, blah, blah. Like he was very honest in mm. in that song particularly. But like to go from that, from that level of um, um, consciousness. I guess, mm. like he, he he knew what it was that. So what it was. Yeah. Obviously, we don't know him as a person, right? We only know him by based on his art, right? Based on his art and mm-hmm. based on the image of him that sold but, to us but by all interviews I, but, and public appearances. But all I'm talking about is the change in his art. So what yeah. he's doing now is still part of his artistry, yes. right? So the the change in the message is actually astounding. Like even like for him to go when they had that um hurricane Katrina. Katrina relief effort and for him to go on national television yep. live yep. and say George with his chest with his full <laughs> chest 
George Bush, Bush doesn't care like about black people. people. Even yeah. Chris Tucker, man, like Chris Tucker was, was like, like he looked like a deer in the headlight. So <laughs> yeah, it's um, I mean, Kanye West, like, what is going on? I remember what? seeing Kanye West doing Def Jam poetry. I mean, he's done it a few times, mm. but the one that was clear to me um, was where he brought in like it must have been like eleven. Louis Vuitton trunks and he's just got it behind him and he's basically just talking about materialism mm. or about the kind of perils of materialism or he's got about 11 LV trunks behind him. I think he has had a complex with materialism, honestly. Like he has a very ambivalent relationship with it. Mm. Do you think, yeah, so obviously he's an artist who's trying to make money. Has his message changed as he's realised where money is more profit. Well, yeah, listen, man, when he, when he made, what's it, Touch the Sky, you've seen the video with Nia Long about, he going to leave your ass for a white girl. Yeah. Not, like, the guy made that and crafted he's that himself. He's prophesied his whole future. Bruv, mm. with Tracy Ellis Ross coming there saying, yeah, oh, what you want? You want all of this? What about the ass? You yeah. want it? You know, the, yeah, you've seen yeah, the video. Yeah. It's so, iconic. Okay. Like, you know. So when we talk about existing within the sunken place, right? Mm. And this idea of pandering to a white gaze. Mm. Kanye West isn't the only example of doing that, I would argue. But OJ Simpson as well? Yeah, there's there's loads, man. Like, they, they, you, we could I go on Michael forever. Jordan's the same, you know? huh? Yeah, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's the same. Michael yeah. Jordan. Fuck with rappers or... Yeah. MJ. Yeah, yeah. How? Yeah, tell well, me There's more, loads man. of rappers that have said that they've met him in real life and he's like, he just, he just doesn't... Okay, it might just be hip hop. I don't know. I don't know if it's black people in general, but yeah. he's very dismissive of like the hip hop generation. Really? Hip -hop artists. Yeah, MJ man. Blood. So, yeah, man. Bruh. Yeah. Michael I didn't, Jordan. I didn't know this. The thing with Michael Jordan also, like he grew up, like his, his age group is just at the cusp of where hip hop culture was seen as um, like it being sort of mainstream accepted, if you see what I mean. Yes. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. he's, at the latter end of that generation that turns up their nose at hip hop culture. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But just bringing it back quickly to Kanye West, right? Um, yeah, I think that there are loads of people that have definitely um, succumbed to the sunken place. They 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 pandered to the white gaze. Um, I think with Kanye West though, um, he does it in such a way that it's like he's proselyting, that he is, he's preaching. And for him, it's like, I don't know why he's doing it at the moment because people have been saying that his performance art or he's running for president or he's doing all this all this other stuff. Um, but the way that Kanye West operates is that he needs it such that it's not just him that has to behave this way. It's like, I want all of you black people now to, 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 to basically come with me on this journey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like this very kind of like um, self-indulgent um, kind of like, I've reached the point of nirvana and enlightenment where I'm not like you other blacks. Yeah. Mm. I'm trying to show you the way. And that's what's hilarious because yeah. you were saying like, he thinks he's such a creative Man's tap genius, dancing. but he's literally tap dancing. Man's tap dancing. Yeah. Man's tap yeah. dancing. So, Anyone who's seen the meme knows exactly what we're talking about when we say, man, it's just tap dancing, bruv. Like, mm. like, like it, thing yeah, yeah. It, it just makes me think that like his whole rant. Yeah. I, was, I, I think everybody's seen the whole TMZ video. If you haven't seen it, please go and see it where He's talking with, I don't know, what's what's the guy? Harvey or something is his name? The 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 guy who runs TMZ Harvey, another guy, black guy in dreads, and then there's a guy at the back called Van, yeah. who's the guy who's protesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now I can't help but think Harvey is probably thinking, yeah, this is excellent, bruv. One, because he's gonna milk a lot of stuff for TMZ. Mm. Two, the other guy in dreads ain't saying nothing. I'm like, okay, bro, what are you doing? And then you got the guy, Van, who's at the back saying, Yo, Connie, I used to look up to you, I don't look up to you now. Like, bro, what are you doing? And mm. it's like, well. Let, let me ask, like, let me yeah. ask what you think. Why do these people succumb to the sunken place? Why do they do it? Well, he says it, he, he says it in that interview that is that he is, you know, I think he says something like, you know, obviously I'm, I'm black, I'm from Southside Chicago, but you know, I represent the world. I'm, a, I'm a, like almost like he's a global thinker. So in order for him to appeal to, um, you know, people outside of, Blackness and Southside Chicago, i.e. to be a global superstar, he almost has to kind of disavow his own black history and identity. And obviously like, that's, 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 you know, that's wrong. Like, it's hard to say because like, did you lots watch the, um, the Charlemagne interview he did? I haven't watched that yet. I haven't, like I haven't been able to. half is very long, I won't lie, but I don't know. I, I didn't leave that interview thinking that I f it felt like a different Kanye to the one on TMZ. That's to what my extent. that's what my friend was saying actually. She said just watch that Charlemagne interview first. Yeah, um, but I mean, for me, the damage has been done. If you can come on on, if you can go up in TMZ 
um, studios, right? Into, sorry, into the mm. um, headquarters, into their offices. Mm. It was a very white space already. Yeah, there was like a couple of brothers in there. I'm glad that um, Van Guy stood up as well and said what he had to say. But you are enabling people by saying things like, slavery is a choice. Mm. Because then yeah. they, th- those same people can then turn around and say, well, yeah, actually, if slavery was a choice, then surely this oppression that black people speak about, they're just really, they're oppressing themselves. Mm. You know, that's, that, that whole thing of like, in, in America, this debate is very much centered on, you know, the Democrats... Um, yeah, the Being Democrats cu- getting a free vote from the blacks. Yeah, and yeah. what what the Democrats do is kind of play to to um, black people's supposed idea of oppression. I'm saying supposed mm. inverted um, inverted commas. Like mm. there there is an oppression of black people in the United States mm. and around the world. But what people say is that you know the Democrats allow black people to use their oppression as a crutch, mm. whereas the Republicans, like even though they may be a bit racist or even yeah. like they want you to be you know a real American and pursue that American dream and you don't have anything yeah. holding this you back. It just makes me think, yeah. Uh, uh, um, I want to bring it a little bit more local. Thank yeah, you let's, we let's go do back. that. We, okay, while we've had these discussions about, about Kanye mm. and whatnot, I think my opinion, not on the Kanye thing, but the, polit- the politics side is everybody's have, entitled to have their opinion about whether they sit, whether they're an elephant or a donkey, a Republican or Democrat, whatever. Here, it's in the same, in the same vein. If you want to go and vote Conservative or Labour, that's your own choice. However, be very cognizant of the fact that what each party or what what each person, a person in a party particularly represents. Mm-hmm. I say this, that given in light of, of recently, I, I was saying to someone recently that only now in the UK, some people who may have been fooling and say, yo, this and this and this, I'm, I'm comfortable to be this, or I'm comfortable to be British despite the fact that you're black. Okay, fair enough, you are born here. But make no mistake, this is how I feel now, innit? So I can't speak for anyone else. So please, mm-hmm. anyone hearing, this is coming from me and me alone. That, listen, this country only sees you as British when it's fit for them to see you as British. That's yes. my own opinion, mm. okay? Mm. We've seen, especially with the Windrush in, in recent times, and guess what, I, I don't even, I've got Caribbean friends, I don't even have Caribbean family, so it ain't even affecting me like that, mm. you understand? Mm. But make no mistake, one, is a disgrace. Number two, it is, it's just, it's, a, it's like, politicians will stand up to get various things, mm. Uh, expenses, all of these kind of things, parks being whatever, whatever. Yeah. When it comes to people who have, who, are, who are one of the first set of mass immigrants in this, in this country, mm. bearing in mind years before they did something in the First World War, let's not get it twisted, bruv. After the Battle of Britain, the amount of people that lost their lives and they had to go and recruit people from the West Indies mm-hmm. to go and actually mm-hmm. do service, yet people go and forget about this. Oh, no, they're not welcome. Forgetting that these same, you see, this is the thing that gets on my nerves. People will come and say, oh, yeah. Uh, 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 my great grandfather fought for this country, and guess what? So, so, so did my man's as well, yeah. innit? And yeah. now all of a sudden, they're not welcome. And yeah. if you go and look at people's passports, yeah. when they came from Jamaica, Grenada, wherever, yeah, it says uh, uh, United Kingdom, Grenada, United Kingdom, Jamaica, and yet, ah, oh, there's no records. Mm. There's no mm. records. Okay. These men have been paying NIA national insurance mm. for right. years. I got a couple I, things to say on this point, but go on. Mm. What you gonna say? My my question to that is: Do you think? that had these people drunk the Kool-Aid, sucked it up and been like, you know what? I'm going to rid myself of my identity as a human um, to pander to what to your gaze so I can be the token that you want me to be. Would those people then be accepted into society and be this, considered British? Okay, this is actually what I was going to come to and say. I think um, I hear both of your points, right? Um, it's funny. Um, the way that this Windrush generation is being spoken about when I when I when I see it on TV and I see the outrage, the moral outrage from all these white people, I'm like, raw. Like this is a bit new to me because I don't I didn't know you lot really cared about black people that much. Mm. But the thing is, the thing about the Windrush generation is right. So before they they had it tough. Like let's not forget, these people were treated like cockroaches. Like they were treated like you know the the plague of the earth. You know that's why we have Notting Hill Carnival. Um, and carry them go in their podcast. They talk about this in in depth as well. A little plug there. But now that these people are older, right? Mm. And they've done things like fighting the war and help build the NHS. I feel like white people in this country are a lot more likely now to be like, to be sympathetic. Why? Because they've done all these things that for them validates their humanity. Like, let's mm. say like these people that came over, let's say that they perhaps weren't like, you know, the, the model citizens that we're now painting them to be. It's really funny how, you know, um, th- there's like this kind of um, 
this rhetoric in, in discourse, like suddenly these people are model citizens. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But like, That's it's only because of that, like that I'm seeing for the first time why people actually care about black people. Because honestly, I'm watching the news and I'm like, rah, white people really care about black people it's in this true. country that oh, before, much. I'm not going to lie, before this, I never seen. This is what I'm saying. So anyway, like I feel like, and this kind of ties into what we were talking about with um, uh, the kind of, uh, uh, the performative nature of activism, yes. activism and moral outrage. Yes. Anyway, 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 I don't want to get too too much into this, but um, it's very funny how like now that these people are collectively remembered now as model citizens that we can say, yeah, like this is so wrong that, that this had happened to them. But like, let's say like, you know, like last last year Grenfell happened and the way that people were talking about these people, like they were literally like yeah, they were be earth. below animals. Because why? Because a lot of people say, oh, you know, they're illegal immigrants. They didn't come here rightfully. So do you know what I mean? So it's like, anyway, I, I feel like we're kind of, I'm yeah. probably taking this discussion away um, from the sunken place. But I think a lot of this um, sunken place mentality comes from this thing of, you, you feel like you need to be validated. And this is applies to Kanye West. Um, and, I f and I'm going to hot up David Lammy as well Because David Lammy has changed his tune my life, In David mad my ways life. Mad ways Because I'm not David Lammy's biggest fan mm. um, you're, you've, I'm, you've had um, You said you got family in Tottenham, innit? Yeah, before, before uh, Edmonton there, yeah. Edmonton And yeah, so my family had a business time. My cousin's Tottenham so I'm not the biggest fan never rated them Not the biggest fan But this thing of being in the sunken place And pandering to the white gaze It is like I would say it's wrong like you shouldn't do it because you can't throw your own people under the bus but at the same time it's this thing of as black people in this society um we our humanity is not guaranteed it's not it's not it's not a given mm -hmm. um so unfortunately there are things that we have to do or things that we feel that we sometimes need to do to for our humanity to be valued. Yeah, I am not that man. I I, I'm know. not. I am not. I'm not. I'm not saying that Sound that is like an excuse. -token. No, I'm not pro-token at all. But mm. I'm saying that that may uh, be a reason for the because this is this is why I was talking mm. about Kanye West saying, "Oh, I'm a global person," because he feels that if he's going to be a worldwide superstar, Listen, Kanye, if he's going to be seen as if he's because Kanye West, whatever you say about the guy, for me, he's a narcissist, right? Mm. He wants to be loved by everyone. So yeah. in his mind, for him to be loved by everyone, mm. he has to do this thing where because being pro Black Lives Matter and all that stuff for him in his mind, that's like that's that's, it's partisanship. It's like, but that's interesting because someone like Beyonce. Doesn't need to do that. Like, remember, yeah, but Beyonce is a different remember, person. But, but remember, and Beyonce, Beyonce is a black woman and, as well. And, and Beyonce, Beyonce kept quiet about who she was for a long time. Yes, of course. Mm. Yeah, and of only course. only until that formation, she was like, "Yo, man's a Texas Bama, and I'm proud of Ooh, my that's a big good nose point. and these things." That's here. a good point. She kept she kept under the radar for a long yeah. time because yeah. she was like, "Yeah, yeah I know." Just a I know. I'm not, that was under her dad's management. Yeah, true, true stories. Say that again. Under her dad's management, his he was the one else. Yeah, yeah. But no, the the the. Now, you got a point. You no, I'm not the biggest fan of Beyonce, but I'm saying like someone like that yeah. who can be like you know what I'm just going to be free free it up and be like this is who I am this is what I'm about I, 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 rather I have than to... be like let me tap no, but that, I, I, that's, I, a, that's a, a lot of her thing yeah is female empowerment and not to kind of be yeah. funny about it that's kind of in fashion right now it's fashionable right like, now yeah. we spoke about that even Drake's week. song what's that Drake's song again well, the one with Lauren Hill clearance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the one, I don't know. Wait, the Lauren Hill that, that Lauren Hill sample. Yeah. Um, like, I think he did, he did um, nice for what? Yeah, that's, yeah, it. that's it. Even yeah. with that tune, yeah, I do think it was a very timely thing to do yes. where... It's interesting as women well. Women empowerment and black women empowerment yeah. especially is such a... It's, it's interesting a given thing. the revelation that came out this week with him and Rihanna as well. Oh, they're no longer friends. Do you know what I mean? It's like what we... Shout, shout out Maya. Shout out Isaac as well from Carry the yeah. Golf last day. They're invaluable contributions. It's like what we said last week when 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 um, they were here. It was like, listen, complimenting black women is a top of psychoactivity thing to do. Mm. Now, I'll I give you an example, yeah? Like... Every, every, not everything, but a lot of things work in cycles, yeah? When a company wants to buy another company, they have to attribute a value at which they're going to buy them at. It's what we call a multiple. So if the company's worth uh, 1 billion and then you, you're going to, if they're actually worth, you value them at 1 billion, we're going to buy at 10, 10 billion. 
that's what we call a 10 times multiple because you're paying 10 times what they're actually worth. Valuing black women is like a, it's a top cycle activity right now. There's right. a good premium to be attached to it. There's a mm. lot of value which you attach to mm. it. But when this is not a top of cycle activity, no one cares, no one gives a damn. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like what you were saying, that kind of nice for war and, and Beyonce with the female empowerment thing mm. uh, uh, is that even though I'm not going to lie, I'm, people have said before, I'm not a greatest fan, but Coachella was, was a, Fantastic performance. But anyway, anyway, that's not, that's, I don't want to get into that in it, but I have to acknowledge that. But mm. it's like, the reason why I was talking about UK politicians, because mm. um, when I think about certain people, all right, mm. and I, especially, especially certain black Tory MPs, mm-hmm. there's one that comes to mind. And Labour ones. And they Labour as well, but um, man like Kwesi Kwarteng. Yeah. Oh. All right. Okay. Ghanaian guy. That's yeah. this is you. You lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you no, say nothing. You and Quake. Come here, Quake. This guy. This to your boy. This guy. No, but you know what it is. Like as much as he's a cake as a soda. You grew up. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Like it's like he grew up in a very very esteemed rich kind of family. So he came here, went to Eton, went to Cambridge, then went on to Harvard or Princeton for his PhD come back, very much believes in imperialism, loves the idea of imperialism, has even made books on it and all sorts. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, he doesn't understand. This is why my man is, this is, I'm not going to say this is why my man's a Tory like MP. A clown, but this is why my man is, you know, yeah. he can't relate to but my life. Can we Can we just compare, because just coming back to what I was saying before, I, 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 sorry to cut in, but like not the comparison people. between right, this guy, right? Yeah. So he knows how to toe the line in white spaces, right? Yeah. Compared to Diane Abbott, who's been about it from day dot, right? She is, yeah. n- her, she is never wavered. She's never wavered. And obviously the fact that she's a black woman as well, doesn't go well in her favor in, in the public eye in the media. But look at the difference in, in the way that these people are treated. And this is what I was saying about this thing of being in the sunken place as, as, as a means, unfortunately, for survival. Yeah. Even though I'm, I'm, not, I'm not advocating for it. Because there's lots of different things that people do in this world that they're ashamed of to, to survive. You see what I'm saying? It's not, it's not a means of survival, though. It's not. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I agree. I don't think it's a means for survival. But I, in their minds, it's a, it's a means for survival. You know, yeah, so I, at the end of the day, you're still black. You're still did, a nigger. When did... I need to ask the questions as we're talking about. I must ask, when did Kanye West mm. enter sunken place? Do you know what, 25 yeah? marks. A lot of people say go. it's post his mum's death, you know, mm. where things start to go down. I know, so we all have to bear in mind, he actually is diagnosed bipolar, I believe. Is he? He actually has a mental health issue. He's on medication for it. He mm. had a breakdown, everything like mm. even. So yeah, that's why I say, listen to the, to the Charlemagne interview. Like okay. he touches on quite a lot of Does these he? things. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. So, um, to this day, he's on medication. I don't know if he's taking it or whatever the case is, but we do kind of have to factor factor that in yeah. in our assessment but, of yeah. his character. But, but when we look at like when we look at these people who are in the sunken place, my question is why, right? Because we talk when you defined the sunken place earlier in a really positive way, Patrick. When you talked about you talked about how it's essentially being hypnotized mm. by white people. Mm-hmm. To to be in this place where you almost you like can, you're a puppet, you're yeah, a puppet. So for you to be a puppet. Right, who so else? Is how does that happen? How does that process happen in real everyday life? I have side of the film get out. I, I have an answer, but who else do we think is in the sunken place? Mm. I think there's people that have like dipped their toes into it and 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 name them, like, innit? <laughs> um, name them. I don't know, man. Um, no, I was gonna say. I was I was gonna mention Reggie Yates, but I don't think that he no. has <laughs> Reggie in a sunken no, place. Not Reggie, my guy. No, no, not Reggie. No, not Reggie. No, no, Reg, no, no, no. But I said I was going to, and then I changed my mind. Um, and at the very most, he dipped his toes into it. And the reason why I say that is because I remember when. But I guess maybe that's just the the part and parcel of him being a BBC um, journalist and reporter. But he did this um, uh, documentary about South Africa, and it was just like, bro, like, what are you doing, like? Why why are we doing this thing where basically it was about how like white South Africans feel aggrieved mm-hmm. that they're poor, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like really like trying to understand their pain and their grief and like it's really tough. And I'm just like, no, bro, like come on, like this I, is not I, it. Yeah, but I that yeah. I'm not putting my man in this. Okay, no, I, I apologize. I don't I don't think that he, I don't but for me that that but the reason I bring that up also is because again, it's this thing of him being a part of the BBC where you're forced to do things, or not say forced, but Maybe you feel coerced to bring a kind of 
fake balance. I'm saying this yeah. with inverted commas. Balance. Balance, right? Balance. Balance, balance. But bringing this kind of all lives matter balance, mm. because you know that your audience being primarily white is not really going to accept you if you're going to be like, no, but these South Africans are idiots. Mm. Like, what That's, that's what I'm saying. Who, who else in a public eye is in or has been in the sunken place? David Lammy, man. David Lammy switched up recently. He's used this Windrush thing as a means to kind of, I don't know what. No, I don't know what. up MPs though in a way. No, he's done it brilliantly. Don't he, get me wrong. He's He's been brilliant in these last few weeks. Man, hotted them but up. But is this man really about it? Because I know that his voting records have not been in line with what he's chatting yes. now. He is, yes. a, he is a respectable okay. black. He is definitely, because I remember him saying things like along the lines of, you know, um, this thing of um, black people using slang, like he was denigrating black people for using slang, this, that. And now he's on Twitter talking about bruv so, and then he's yeah, Omar from right. The Wire. Yeah, like, so, come on, yeah. like, let's be real. Like, and, and I think it's it's part and parcel of this thing of now it's become in vogue for black people to really claim their blackness. That mm. he suddenly feels like, oh yeah, actually, I can do this now. Twitter, yeah, so Twitter. Is, no, but is you know, the sunken place a dying place? Nah. No, I don't, I don't know. No, nah, but think... do you know, uh, do you know what it is? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not David Lammy's biggest fan, but people like David Lammy, Diana, but Paul Boateng even, who came in politics early, like the, the 80s. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine how much of a difficult space. If there is anyone, if, if there is, if there is a white space mm. in this country, it will be. In, in, at Port Callis House in Westminster. Mm. And my man is having to navigate that almost by himself. But can I... Politics with 600 odd MPs, mm. no one there to, to give him guidance. Mm. Because before him, uh, Paul Boateng, who was there before them, man, and Diana, Diana Abbott, who was there before but them? But why is it that Diana Abbott has managed to not fall into this sunken place? No, but then again, Di Diana Abbott, Diana Abbott, yeah. No, she's come under that, fire. She's so. come under fire. And there was a point in time, listen, after, after, Diana, after the whole private school scandal, yeah, yeah. she knew she was never going to get anywhere. Exactly. Mm. And at that point in time, when you as an MP, you know that you can't get any traction because, and I, I was... I think it was unfairly done, but at the same time, mm. if you're telling your constituents, mm. go to a, a public school when you're, you're not doing it for your own child, mm. there's a problem there. Mm. But at the same time, mm. I think people mm. still unnecessarily came after her. Of course. Mm. So, but the thing is, like, let's look at her the the constituents record, like the voting records for her constituency. No, nah, you can't do that, man. No, but she. No, but I'm saying she is still overwhelming. Oh, no, but that's, that, that's, 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 no, because, that's because she's in a red zone. She's not, she's not, they, they, this, this is the thing. Because it's like, it's like, for example, there are certain seats that you know, no matter what happens, yeah, it's always going to be red. Yeah, yeah. Where she is, is the safest red, so one North, of the safest. Okay, yeah, Hackney North. Yeah. Safest seat that she so can get. We're coming for, we're coming for politicians a lot here, yeah? Mm. With the sunken place side. It's all just sent for politicians right now. What about, what about you? Would you say that you Ooh, yourself at any point, hey. No, 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 no. I've been in a sunken place? Yes. Obviously, Bruh. man's biased, but no, cuz. Have I ever been in this? You know, I have to, you ever? I, like, I, if I we're defining the sunken place as this place by which you've been hypnotized to pander to a white supremacist ideology so that you can do better and perform better for your life to get successful, do you know what? Have you done that? I suddenly, mm. do you know what? I'm not gonna lie, I have been tempted to enter a sunken as place. If that's, if, that's what, if, that's what, if that's what we're defining as. Uh, a place where you have to go and pander to someone else mm. to make your life better. Mm. I'm I'm gonna be completely honest and say, yeah, I'm, I might have been tempted to do so. Mm. However, I'm like, it just it doesn't work for me. It didn't work because I'm like, examples. Okay, example. Let me just crack open this this drink, man. Last episode, <laughs> let me crack open this drink at all. No, so an ex example example would be like when you're when I was beginning to intern in the city, and I, one I didn't really know much about myself as a person. Two, I had no one else to train me up as to how to go. All you're seeing is these see a white faces doing this and this and this. So you think you have to not do the same thing or go out to like the kind of uh, uh, funky Buddha or these kind of like Mayfair clubs. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, let me just, let me put this in context. These these people that I was interning with, or the people that I in, interning for rather, these people clear about three, four hundred thousand pounds in a year. So them spending a grand a night in whatever club, there's nothing to them. I'm not saying I spend that kind of money, but I'm saying like, them kind of environments is something that they're very used to going to. I don't have to go into that environment or I don't have to kowtow. Mm. I suddenly realize I don't have to kowtow to what they want to do just so I can get a job off someone. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Mm -hmm. I'd I tell, I'd, I'd give, I'd give you an example, actually. I'll give, give you an example. I'll give you an example. Um, 
we we had a we we had a call with a, a company. Um, oh, it's, it's not not technical, but I'll, I'll try and explain in simple terms, and this will this will kind of explain everything. Um, it's related to trains. I, I kid you not. I, I kid, I kid <laughs> you not. Wait, 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 wait. So, so, no, no, no. It's, 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 it's an interesting story. It's an interesting story. It's an interesting story. It's an interesting story. So what happened, what happened was a, cer a certain uh, virgin, um, as you know, the, the way the way trains run in this, is relevant to the story, by the way, because it, it does come with the idea of sunken place. Um, virgin, run a few train, 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 train franchises in this country. The way the train network is run in this country is done by franchise. You go to France, Italy, continental Europe, it's one one company running the train network. If it's France, it's SNCF, Germany, Deutsche Bahn. Here, notice when you go to Waterloo, it's Southwest Trains. If I go to Victoria, Southern, mm -hmm. if I go to Houston, it'll be Virgin. Mm. It's done by a franchise system. And mm. it's an interesting system where a, a company looks after that real line for about five to 10 years, give or take. I think it's okay? a mess to be honest, but- yeah, yeah. I mean, it is a mess. And I, I, I think the rail service should be nationalized. Should be nationalized, yeah. Anyway. But the point, the point being was in 2012-13, Mr. Branson's uh, tender for Virgin was coming up, or well, the Virgin tender at the East, West Coast, West Coast mainland, so from Houston was coming up, okay? A company, I don't want to get myself in trouble, so I won't expose it, but if you can look, you can kind of work it out. But a company had decided to go and take on that particular bid and said, we can make more money from this. Now, when I was interning, I was in a position where I shouldn't have known this information, um, but I still found out anyway. It's something called getting wall crushed. You know this information. My boss would suddenly say to me, oh, you need to write about this. The rule is you can't write about these things until something has become public knowledge. Yeah. Mm. It was going to be public knowledge the next morning, but we heard about it the night before for various reasons, all right? Mm. He said, can you go and write about this? I thought, oh yeah, I will write about it. And then I thought to myself, it took me years to realize, I was like, why did he make me write about it and mm. put it in the thing when ultimately it should have been him writing about it? Yeah, man. You understand? Like, and then when the I realized this, I was like, actually, do you know what? I'm actually not a prick. <laughs> and I thought, I'm not going, and I, I, at the end of that, that internship, I was like, do you know what, yeah? I didn't say you man can suck your mum because I, I don't think they had to even go suck their mums. I was like, actually, no, this is not what I need. I don't need to suddenly do stuff. It's not illegal, but do stuff which is even kind of like offside, yes. kind of 50-50. Yeah. Can get you in trouble. Go, do you understand? To get so in, when, so this is, saying, it goes like, back to what you are saying before about Britishness, right? As soon as you, there's something where perhaps it's wrong or it's trouble. Who's it getting pushed down to? Then who's it getting, who's getting pushed down to? Down to? And again, it's like what I said a few episodes back when we spoke about uh, 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 the episode about nothing beats a Londoner and how certain communities don't rise up for others when things, whatever, whatever. But it's like at the end of the day, I sort of, I've, I've come to realize that fundamentally, as as a black person in this country, I only spoke for myself and probably maybe for you guys as well, I sort of realized that more time, black people are used to scapegoats yes. a lot of the time. Notice how that when, um, you take football players, for example, mm. when they're balling, and, and black footballers I'm talking here, oh, that are born here, yeah. are yeah, solid English players. Then all of a sudden when things go wrong, oh no, they're African players or they're Caribbean players mm. or whatever, or mm. their dad happens to be from the Caribbean or their mum happens to be from Africa. Yeah. Forgetting that a lot of them, well, born and raised here. Yeah. Born the, here. It's mad like, the way like, like Raheem Sterling, for the longest time when oh, Raheem Sterling was coming up, I was it. thinking, right, like, Mm. Before he opened his mouth, I thought he was going to have some thick Jamaican accent. Because the way that they talked about it's Raheem Sterling as if yeah. he was like, he's Jamaican, Real, like he's not yeah, even yeah, British. Yeah. For the longest yeah, time, I was thinking, why don't he play for, nah, why didn't he play for the Reggae Boys? Bro. The man is, he's from ends, like he's, he sounds yeah, like yeah. us. So yeah. like, it's so true. Like this thing of like, yeah, you're British until, Bruv, until you do something wrong. I, I want AJ to win, but they will, they may, I, I, he, AJ might do okay. a Floyd, he might do a Floyd, but I'm saying if, mm. I'm not saying, AJ, please go and win, Baba, beat them all. But Yo. if AJ loses a fight, you watch the next day, ah, Nigerian boy loses first fight. Yeah, before, English boy wins, English boy wins, English <laughs> boy wins, every time. Is, mm. is that time. perhaps the privilege of being the hypnotizer who puts people in a sunken place to then be like, well, Hang on, as soon as we, they're not doing what we want them to do, we chew you, we chew you and spit you out. We're mm. going to spit you out. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I want to ask you, Patrick, because yeah. you said 100% no, you've never been in the summer. No, I was kidding, man. I think, um, I think, so I, I, I've had to navigate white spaces for most of my life. Mm. Um, 
it's just been how it is. Like private schools, violin, blah, blah, blah. I've said all this stuff before. There was one time um, where I felt, do you know what? I think I was around the age of like 11. <laughs> like I just started secondary school. <laughs> You're right, bro. Let's let Kriku yeah, recuperate. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was um, start of <laughs> secondary school and, you know, everyone's trying to fit in and be popular and whatever else. And I went to a very Essex school full of a lot of Essex lads. You're going to name lasses. the school, bruv. Send, send, yeah, bruv. Bancroft School. Bancroft's Bang um, Bang. Yeah, not really. No, not no, Bang not Bang. Bang Bang. bang. <laughs> um, <laughs> bang, bang. No, no. Um, I'm grateful to the Bang Bang. But yeah, anyway, it's a, it's a complicated relationship I have with that school. But um, yeah, full of a lot of Essex. And I, rem- I remember like at about the age of 11, like I was like, okay, well, like I still dress. Um, at the time, the word I used was like, I still dress kind of urban. Maybe I should like try, kind of switch up my style a bit and dress like these Essex. Urban? Essex. What you call it? Yeah. Urban. <laughs> Two step. <laughs> um, so I'm still here, out here wearing my Air Forces and tracksuit bottoms and whatever else. And like, um, when it's like own clothes day, like, you know, like all these Essex lot are coming in with their like Fred Perry polo shirts yeah. and things. Sergio back, Tashini. He worked back in the day. Really them. It was more jeans, like, um, do you remember... Um, What's it like? Duffer. Do you remember Duffer? Yeah. Like back yeah, then, yeah, like yeah. Essex people used to love that brand and um, Von Dutch and all that stuff. Anyway, so I remember like, oh, yeah, I thought, no, like this Von time Dutch I'm going to switch it up. <laughs> this time I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to buy some Chris jeans and whatever else and look a bit more like these Essex. And like, I'll never forget like, because the week, let's say like the weekend before that, I was out with some of my friends in inverted commas and they were like, oh, why do you always wear this sportswear? Blah, blah, blah. Like, like, and they, and they made me really feel like different to them. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, no, let, let me, let me, um, I'll level up on this lot, innit? Like, I'll just wear what they wear. But even still, like, I'll wear the clothes and whatever else, and I'm still, like, like, I'm still not really part of that. Yeah, that. You're not so from that point, that, that was, like, my brief kind of, like, I had a little wobble. And I thought, yeah. let me just try out and see what happens. And I was mm. like, no, this is a scam, man. These people don't see me like them anyway. So why am mm. I going to even... Mm. So I think, really, like, I'm, I'm struggling to think of a time other than that. Because basically, when I think of, like, pandering to, to whiteness, mm. it actually, it annoys me. Like, just the thought of it. Like, just, like, who mm. are you? Like, I mean, t- me as a person, I don't like to pander to anyone. Like, I like to just be me. Like, mm. I like to do what I want to do. I don't like people telling me what, what and who I should be. Sometimes that goes against me. Like sometimes I've had some quite strong discussions with my dad about what he thinks. Yeah. But yeah, I don't really, it's not really for me, man. I learned yeah. from early anyway. Like it's a scam because honestly, like, and I feel like this is um, the thing of being black and British as well. Like it's a scam. Like as soon as, you know, you're not, you do something that's like not right or whatever. You lost your, you lost your Britishness. Mm, so mm, mm, mm. I guess I have one last question. Yeah, mm. This, this, Oh man, this season's been sick. Um, my last, I guess my last question then is, is it possible mm. for you to be a successful black human being and exist um, as you are, as you, without ever needing to pander to whiteness? Do you know what? I, I will quickly say without explaining, because I think it's self-explanatory. I think the answer is yes, but it takes a Long time. I leave it there. Mm. Okay, wait. Even just the back on the back of that, yeah. Mm. The idea of it taking a long time. I think the closest we have, at least in our generation, of someone that has been able to do that is a Stormzy, and we reference Stormzy a lot. Oh, what about what Mega Blood? Really do you? Know? Who? What about Mega? Mega Man. Yeah. Or C One Blood. Successful about pandering. Yeah. What about C One okay, Blood? Yeah. And but they got shut down. Their man got shut down. That's the thing. thing. Like, That's it's the difference. It's such a house of cards. Like even Stormzy. Like even Stormzy. Yeah, but it happened for him in a short amount of time. But I don't nah, think he Storm, directly Storm, panders. Stormzy, He's just nah, but naturally very mm, likable. My my thing about Stormzy is I love him. That love mm, Island. But thing. the <laughs> the thing about Stormzy is <laughs> yeah. that like Stormzy stood on the shoulders of giants. Yeah, true. Like my man has stood yes, on a home sweet home. He has he has stood on a significant body of grime mm. from legends mm. and even even before grime that's what i'm saying mega bruv like mm. we're so solid yeah this fits these wrong like storms has got to the point where he stood mm. on a mega so solid he stood on a boy better know he stood on yeah. a fire camp he stood on all of these clicks mm. Mm. yeah mm. and he's got to the point these where put, he is the, the one work. the neo bruv mm. Mm. where he's so slightly of course let's not he hasn't he hasn't done once i don't he hasn't but at the same time like I feel like he's not really become kind of like he's 
the tabloids haven't picked up on gigs yet. You're not clear. So no, like they, right, they, yeah. they don't they don't care about. No, but the thing is, enough. Who, no, but the thing is, yeah, mainstream. Yeah, yeah, no, he does. But in a mainstream sense, I, I feel like the media just like no. But yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. if, if he was to become super mainstream, yeah, yeah. trust me. The, no, the but the thing is, the thing is, my question is this: How can the media pick on gigs when? We don't even know what Giggs has done. That's all I'm saying, innit? Because what do you mean? When, when Giggs talk when Giggs talks on videos and stuff, mm. what 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 Giggs has done? No, he's documented. No, of course. But I'm saying so anyway, I don't want to talk too right, much, but so, I'm just saying it. Like, so the answer it sounds like is it is possible in music. It limits you. I think I think it limits you. It limits you. Yeah, if you're gonna be unapologetic, um, I think in very rare instances you can be as successful as can be in in, mm. in our society right now. Mm. But if you're if you're on, if you're gonna maintain your integrity, not tap dance, mm. I feel like it will limit you. It will. No, you're right. Yeah. Is it possible? I think do you remember Jamelia when she was on Lost? Oh, was yeah. Lost, uh, well, the one that when Maxwell blood. Huh? Well, no, no, yeah, yeah, Maxwell. That's a mad story. Probably not worth. <laughs> <laughs> Shout she was, she was like loose women, innit? That's oh, obviously yeah. like oh, yeah, very yeah, much yeah, yeah. mainstream, yeah. middle class white women audience. That right? show actually makes me nervous, you know. I can't watch it's, that. It's show. too many. It's a bit tense, blood. Too many. Are you guys even at home? Sometimes. I don't watch sometimes, it. Like, innit? I sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. It just make. I, I don't know. Like, in this one, in this daytime TV. Yeah, yeah. sometimes yeah. Prime, during the day. Prime daytime TV, man. Quickly, roll through. Yeah, but yeah, her. She's obviously one of the main participants in that, right? And I think there was one particular um, topic. I can't remember what it was. It might have, I think she had a situation where she went on a train and there was oh, someone, yeah, yeah. To get yeah, someone told her to come out of first, first class. class yeah. what have you. And yes. she was quite vocal about that. And I think, I'm not sure if it was on the, the, the show itself or it was a different topic. I'm confusing it. But I do remember she, she did tackle an issue that pertaining to black people and her experience. It might have been the dolls having um, black those for her, her daughter, because she maybe. Yeah, might have been that. Yeah, and there were, I do remember there being quite a lot of backlash for mm. her in, in kind of even touching on that topic. So you're right, man. You could be in the mainstream, you could be doing well, and then the minute you tackle anything that's like my, my, my black, thoughts. overwhelmingly yeah. black in the comments, <laughs> then yeah. Some of that still needs to come out. My thoughts on this is um, that if, when I was young, I used to hate the expression, um, uh, twice as hard, half as far. You state the expression. As I get older, mm. I sort of realize I can't really hate it because it's almost the truth. Mm. Um, but I think you can get to this place, but you have to basically bring excellence to the table and you have to basically be gone so clear where the primary thing which is speaking for you is the quality of your work. Mm. Where because of how outstanding you are mm. as an individual and the work you do, mm. that when you speak, people have no choice but to listen because of what you've brought to the table. Mm, mm. And that alone takes such a long time. And, even, and and that I'm even assuming is frictionless. I'm even assuming that there will even be a space for you to even talk about certain things anyway. I, Do you I, know what I mean? So I hear you, Tom. Um, yeah, I, I definitely hear you on that. Um, but like, Imagine we live in a world, right? Where do you remember when um, Oprah Winfrey, who's like one of the richest people in the world, oh, or like she, she's a billionaire, like, and yep. she went into, I think, what was, I think it was, um, I can't remember which um, high story, fashion label it was, whether it's Chanel, but it was, yeah, it was in Switzerland. And imagine, I obviously they didn't recognize who she was, whatever, but they tried to tell her that she couldn't afford the bag, so they weren't going <laughs> to let her see it. Ah? Oprah, Winfrey, Oprah Winfrey, no, billionaire. They did, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, based based off of what? Why do you think yes. she can't afford it? Obviously, because you know she's a black woman. Um, but yeah, if we can live in a world like that, where you know you are a billionaire and mm. and and you walk into a shop and someone who's probably earning like what maybe maximum twenty euros an hour, thirty euros an hour is telling you, mm. Oprah Winfrey, that you can't afford this bag mm. because obviously read between the lines here, you're a black woman, like. It doesn't matter how yeah, true. it doesn't it's matter true. how brilliant you are as a black person. Like, pff, listen, yeah. bro. Maybe maybe, you, maybe it's working so, twice as hard just to get fucking recognized. Yeah, I mean, just to get recognition. Who's that person? Who, what's that proverb? If you want to go far, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Right? Something like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a proverb. It's, mm. a, it's what I've seen yeah, in all yeah. the proverb books. Yeah, but when I think about that when I think about the progress of, of this narrative mm. when I think about like how do we get beyond a place where there even is a sunken place or there even are people pandering to well I think it's like things. what you said it's about sticking together to be honest what someone like Kanye West should be doing um, 
is not trying to make himself come across as this unique black that man's I'm different. Man's trying to be so contrarian with the thing. Yeah, you know? like I've mm-hmm. I've I've gone beyond you blacks and I'm like I'm at this place and I want you to come and join me. Yeah, no, like because that's exactly what that proverb is. Like he yeah. wants to go far and he's trying to do it alone and try and get other people to catch up with him. No, like yeah, you remember Take where you come from. Yeah, um, you and this guy knows his history. Like I swear, his dad's. Was even part of the it's Black Panther Party. Both his parents were activists. Come on, like yeah. mom's so a the, teacher. He's 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 genuinely being. Well, there's some sort of um, cognitive dissonance here. Like he knows mm. his stuff, yeah. but he's choosing to ignore it mm-hmm. um, in an attempt to to transcend, I guess, his blackness. And I think the point is, is like we need to stop caring about that. We need to yeah. stop caring about like what, like Kanye West. Even if if he finished that, um, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Legend, yeah, cold, cold, legend, cold. But what he wants, he wants more, and what he wants is global recognition. And the point I'm trying to make is, do you know what? Like, even like white people that are listening to me, don't take this the wrong way. But at the end of the day, as a black man, I am not going to lose sleep about what you think of me as a black person. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to allow it to happen. Do you see what I mean? And I think once we get to that stage as a community, then, huh? So you're gonna comfort him. But no, but seriously, once we need to get to that point yeah. in, in as a community. Well, I talk about the black community and like it's so so multifaceted anyway. But as black people, like honestly, like we know the work that we put in. We know that we consistently churn out brilliance. So for right, someone right. like Kanye West, who is a he's a legend. That's an icon. He's a he's like That's an icon. For, for someone like him to still be worried about what these people think of him and he wants to be globally recognised. Like, to the point bro, where he has you, to wear a can Make America mic now. Great Again hat blood. Hmm? To the point where he has yeah. to wear this is that I mean. hat blood. I don't know what he's trying to do with that, but I think he, in his mind, yeah, he thought like, okay, we're reclaiming it like how we reclaimed the N-word. If I wear this now, I'm yeah. taking a sting away from it. Yeah. He tried to do that with the Confederate flag as well during the years of I mean, era. Yeah. Tried too hard mentality, right? It's, but, again, it's still pandering to the white gaze. Yeah. It's still like, even if you think it's like being this subversive thing, like we're going to take back, um, make America great again. And we're going to take back the Confederate flag. You're, you're only doing that because you care about what white people think. Wait, where did, where did, black, make, no, Amer- where did make America great again even come from? Uh, Trump, Trump, Trump's, Trump's um, No, I know, but you're, you're, no, the way you made, it, you made it sound like it's come from a black person and then it's been used by Trump and then he's trying no, to reclaim it. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is he's trying to claim Okay, 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 okay. From... That, that, the, the um, very white yeah. Republican conservative yeah. space and make it like I'm uh, America, like, America spoke with three K's. So mm-hmm. I'm conscious of time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we've been talking a lot, man. This yeah, we've been talking episode. loads. This is a very good episode. It's, a, it's the last episode. Um, <laughs> what sort of are your final thoughts, perhaps, on this idea of a sunken place? Um, this idea of can we move beyond a sunken place and how? What does the world look like? In this, in a space where there aren't black people pandering to the white case. Listen, Kanye West mm-hmm. said Wakanda, <laughs> Wakanda, Wakanda forever. <laughs> hey, actually, there, there's a, there's an auntie at work here that sometimes we'll be talking. She's like, oh yeah, that that we'll be talking about certain people. Like, ah, oh, is that Wakanda still at your workplace? So auntie in it, like, so every when when she's messaging me, I'm like, oh hey auntie, you know how it goes, and she's like, oh, is this Wakanda still at, in London? I'll be like, yeah, this Wakanda's in New York. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. It's funny when we talk about oh, Wakanda's here and there. But no, it's like um, Kanye, Kanye yeah, West once said in a song, um, uh, I sold my soul to the devil. It was a crappy deal, but at yeah. least a few, it came with a few toys like a Happy Meal. You understand? Some people, mm. they want they want to be a part of Image Gang so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Image Gang. Uncle Kwame. This is Kwame here talking. Um, also, listen, see it well, listen, see it, listen well. But no, it's like a lot of people want to be part of Image Gang so badly uh, that they will do anything. They'll pander to anyone, they'll do anything, mm. bruv. Mm. I meet some people sometimes and like I see them and they are acting like, it's mad. They're acting like they don't know me or they're acting like they don't know certain people. You understand? It's, mm. and, it's not, and, it's not, and it's not, it's not the extent where, ah, uh, they have changed. It's like, ah, uh, you've changed and you're up. It's not even that blood. It's like, you are acting someone very different because in one space you're acting like this and another space you're acting like that. And I'm not talking about putting them on a professional voice in a white space because everyone yeah. does that. That's I'm talking about something, I'm talking about a completely different psyche mm. which somebody uses. Mm-hmm. And to me, I find that to be a problem when you can't be like yourself, at least in terms of psyche, not necessarily voice, but mm. at least in terms of psyche, so that's you can't literally be the sunken place, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, and that's that's when when you're happy. So like, 
when you go and see uh, 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 your white friends, you're acting a certain way. But I've seen you when you're with your parents or you're at church, yeah. or you're doing this, you're acting a very different way. Mm-hmm. But when you are with your, your, your white friends, I was going to say, but when you're with your white friends, you act in a very, very different way. And to me, that is almost like a kind of nice anecdotal example of the sunken place. And I think it's up to a, a, it's a person's choice as to what they want in life. Because some people they will do anything to go and mm. get get car, get a nice house, have, quote, nice looking babies, unquote, uh, and will <laughs> enter a sunken place to go there, innit? I might be able to end the season so we ain't have to go on about this anymore. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's really, the, the sunken place, even though it's a corporate thing, it's very much an idiosyncratic place. Each person can choose. Yeah, there's everybody has their own they want individual to go into that space. Yeah, yeah, it's not just like in the corporate world or no. like it's a yeah, like you said, it's 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 an individual idiosyncratic thing. Um, everybody is susceptible to to um, to falling into that sunken place, and everybody has their reasons, I guess, for 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 doing it. Like like you said, there's the materialism aspect. It's, um, I think in Kanye West's um, um, scenario, I think it's a lot of it is to do with narcissism. And actually, um, I think this feeling of being accepted, because um, it, it was the same thing with fashion in the fashion world as well. When we went into fashion world, it was like, you know, there's so much racism in fashion. Like they don't want to accept me, blah, blah, blah. I think he has his own issues that he has to deal with um, when it comes to acceptance and his narcissism. Mm. But for him, the way that he gets around that is by, you know, doing what he's doing, like this sunken place behavior. So um, yeah, um, but I think, like I said before, my 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 um, remedy for that is to stop caring about what um, other people think. Stop pandering to the white gaze. Black people, we're better than that. Like, mm. come on, let's, let's focus on ourselves. Mm. Um, let's continue to be brilliant and not feel the need to be validated. And like previously, it was a lot- spaces. Yeah, it was a lot harder to do that for previous generations. Yeah. Um, but like we were talking about in the, um, when we were talking about the Londoner ad, like we are, we have been the tastemakers for a while, but it's becoming like, it's, it's so much so now that it's undeniable. So let's just focus on what we are good at and what we're brilliant at and not have to worry about being accepted by people that don't, at the end of the day, white supremacy do, doesn't care about black people. So what, so why are we so wrapped up in this thing of, I want to be accepted by the white gays. George Bush mm. don't care about black people. Honestly, um, <laughs> but like, place. yeah, I, do, I, I don't want to put my white listeners off and make them think that I'm kind of, you know, um, like I'm saying, I don't care about you. That's not the point I'm trying to make at all. What I'm talking about specifically no, is it's not caring, white it's pandering though. Yeah. It? It's not about the care. Obviously, you have no, to but care, let me but... be real. I don't care about white supremacy. I don't care about pandering to the white gays. I don't care. No, but that's... I mean, no, no, I'm saying you have to, you have to care about people's emotions. Of I'm course, saying, of no, course. I I, but I'm, what I'm not saying it, is that I don't care about you because you're a white person. Yeah, I don't want anybody to get that mixed up. And even now I feel like I'm pandering to the white gaze. I said what I said. I said it on my chest. Yeah, <laughs> Full stop. Chest, bruv. Done. Anyway, you guys. <laughs> What's the question again? <laughs> Q from <laughs> I like Q. Man's got yeah. this nighty vibe. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, this guy, man. What would, what would you say? Jada Kiss, come on, spread some bars. How do we... How do we get to a place beyond this idea of a sunken place and what would the world look like then? I suppose it'd be a good place to end. Um, oh, okay, what would the world look like? Um, people being their authentic selves. And funny that we just spoke about, obviously the episode we recorded previous to this was about mental health. And what Tom was saying about how, you know, you can make a choice as to how far into the sunken place you're gonna go, depending on what you wanna um, achieve. I think at some stage in your life, that's it's going to eat away at you when you can't mm. be your authentic self. It's mm. definitely going to, there's going to be a, a mm-hmm. time where mm. it's going to wear you down and you're going to have to confront yourself. You're going to look in your mirror one day and be like, bro, I don't even recognize myself. Mm. And, and I think it's usually from some type of situation in your life that makes you like really reassess things, something that's serious that happens. Um, so in terms of what, what f- I guess, what it would look like if nobody start was, I guess, um, pandering to the white gaze now i think we'll stop seeing ourselves or even like seeing blackness as a because when you think about blackness right is always in comparison to whiteness it's never just like a standalone Mm. thing our identity is so attached to whiteness Mm. and to white people that that's interesting we don't have like a a standalone self-esteem that is just 
you know what I mean? Individualized is is very much, particularly when it's in regards to race, is very much in contrast to whiteness, how we've been treated, how we've been, how we struggle, etc., etc. So I think once we can kind of drop, and obviously this is going to take ages, but once we can drop that kind of mindset, it will allow us to have like real self-esteem, which would then mm-hmm. propel us to just even more greatness. Um, and to the whole thing about Tom Love saying own your masters and like <laughs> building our own kind of micro economies and what have you. I think once we have that image of we have to um, success is once you can appeal to white people and we see it as success is just creating great products, creating great services, et cetera, et cetera, creating great art. Um, then we're not worried about who's buying it, or who's paying into it, as long as it's it's just quality, and that's what we care about, like creating quality, and not like okay, cool, I have to work twice as hard to get half as far as a white person. It's just no, I have to work fucking hard because it takes hard work mm. to make good things or to to have success. So um, I think that's the ideal situation to be in. And I mean, it'll take some time, but I don't, you know. Hopefully. This just makes me think of yeah. a bar that Jadakiss once said, which was right with me, because don't me wrong, I like work, but he said, before he did his famous laugh, you know, that <laughs> laugh yeah. that Jadakiss does. He was I was like, trying to do it just now. Yeah, I know. You only did one, though. That's why I had to do it again. Like, you didn't do the second one. Like, But no, he said, he said, um, what did Jada say? He said, ah, oh, um, he said, if you're employed, then truly you're a slave. And I, I that's a far reach. Mm. It's a far reach because... You know, mm. obviously, given what Kanye West has said, there's massive, like, please. But um, the connotation into what you just said, Kweku, about, like, if you're going to be working at your own detriment to make someone advance, i.e. another people advance, then that, there, there's kind of an issue with that. And this reminds me of Akala. He did one of his fire in the booths and talking about how, in like, the 1920s and stuff, man did this in a fire in the booth, you know. <laughs> he was talking about how um, there were, like, kind of, they were economies that uh, black, black people Wall in America, Street. like a black Wall Street, yeah, Tulsa. that got Tulsa yeah, that have yeah. kind of got set like yeah. um, f- burnt down. Yeah, and uh, and I kind of think that somehow we need to kind of have a resurgence. Let me quickly plug something before I pass on. There is an interesting. Um, I spoke to this guy in the US. He went to Harvard and he runs this um, company called Black Asset Management or BLK Asset Management. All right, I don't know if it's asset management, but it's a group of kids who went to Ivy League schools. All of them black. And all of them are basically investing in companies, like almost like acting like a hedge fund, but they're all black. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's pretty amazing. So I had to go and reach out to one of the kids. They're all kind of young and stuff. And they're trying to kind of create this culture where they're, they're all teaching themselves them skills. They teach, but again, they're all very young. So they're all starting. So they don't know, they don't know anything, but the intuition is, it's been picked up a lot. It's been picked up by a lot of people in Wall Street. It's been picked up by the Bloombergs and Wall Street journals because it's like beginning to make traction. Traction. There's not a lot of money behind it. It's only about 100K, which anyone who's a big investor knows that that's yeah, nothing really. Yeah. But, but the principle being is that the fact that they've been able to do something like this gives me, gives me at least a little bit more confidence as to if we can mm. do something like this mm. uh, in different areas and different 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 fields and spheres, then we can take over. Then I mean, not, not even it doesn't have to be a takeover thing because it don't have to be a comparison. But we yes, can coexist, have a space. Do you yeah, know what I mean? And the reason why I say it's not a takeover thing is because I've never seen two birds in the air clash with each other or go run into each other because there's enough of a space that things need to be, to be created. Mm-hmm. Like what I said a couple of podcasts ago, that at the end of the day. Uh, if everyone was saying, oh, the makeup game is saturated, we wouldn't have Fenty. God bless that brand so much. Mm. Shameless plug again. I don't even get endorsed by it, but You're it's kind of like that. You know? just, it's just fantastic. It's a fantastic fucking idea. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's beautiful. But it's like, it's like we can, I think you make a very good point saying that we don't have to uh, compete and we don't, we don't have to do things uh, uh, despite there being a white space. We yes. can just create a, a space which is our own, no comparison space, just... This is us for us. I don't want to say Fubu for us by us, but kind of like that. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that obviously takes a few iterations, few generational iterations as well. Mm-hmm. But if we can instill that into our children, that kind of mentality, then maybe there's 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 a promise for the future, isn't it? Cool. Obviously a lot of barriers to jump, but yeah. Cool. Well, on that note, I kind of want to wrap the discussion up there. Um, a wise man, a wise man I met once said, you get it how you live. 
Yeah, a wise man. Wait to finish the series, bro. Yo, I think about that. I think about that phrase a lot, you know. But I think about that in relation to this, right? When we talk about people pandering to the white gaze, like their downfall will be on their own backs, and that's that's up to them. Got it? How they live? Did it? They get it how they live, and I think about you know the future. And we get it how we live. Like whatever we put in is what we get out. And that's what my granddad used to say a lot. And I think that this mm. series, if there's any conversation that's been, I guess, consistent on every episode, it's that we do need to do something positive to create our own spaces because we have the means to do so. We have, we're beginning to get the resources to do so as a growing class within the UK yeah. and a growing populace. Mm. Um, and I've, I just want to say like on, on the idea of the sunken place, it sounds like to wrap up this discussion, for a lot of us, we think, you know, that there are, unfortunately, there are a lot of people um, that are in the sunken place. And maybe for some of our listeners, you're thinking, shit, have I been in the sunken place? Have I done things before that pandered to the white gaze? And that, that's cool if you have. Like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying like feel guilty about yeah, yeah, yourself. Judging, there's yourself. no judgment. Judge, there's no judge judgment here. at all. Because, you know, for if anyone, I haven't even said anything about myself on this podcast, but I could talk for hours about this. And I, and I do think, I do think that for many of us, we have probably got questions about what that's like and if you have got any questions this might be the end of the season but do get in touch like tweet us message us dm us whatever um we're still up for these conversations have you been in the sunken place below you know what that's maybe that's how we'll start season two right? <laughs> <laughs> let's come, come back to me on that one isn't it? come back to me on that one but um no i want to say on behalf of all of us at otb <laughs> it's been a privilege to share this space with you i oh, guess and have yeah, these man. conversations we, fun, this has been a podcast from four guys who began a series talking about will you do cambridge again and all four of us hesitantly said yes hesitantly because we were, I guess, frightened about the space in which we were occupying whilst we were there, um, but have come, I think, through these discussions. Hopefully you've got to know us a little bit more. Mm. Hope you've got to share a little bit about our own experiences and maybe they've resonated or haven't resonated at all with you. And that's cool too. But um, let us know your thoughts on the season and yeah. on this episode. Um, I've been Bilal. This has been... Quirky. Tom. Love. P. Dinero, P. Money. P. Dinero, P. Money, as yeah. everyone calls him. Yeah, nah, just Patrick, man. Just plain old Patrick. Finally. Yeah. Finally, we got there. <laughs> finally, we got there, man. Um, yeah, it's been a good season. Um, we hope you've enjoyed. We will be back soon. This isn't the end. Like, we yeah. are coming back. Just taking a little bit of a break. And we'll have more content ready for you later on this year. But thank you so much for listening. Over and out.